This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Change your last name. You can move to Timbuktu. You can avoid Pornhub, but there nothing, nothing can save you from the watch list. How are you doing this evening? My name is Casey Pierce, and I am accompanied by DJ Kate. Say hello. Hello. And Holly Ogden will be joining us in... Oh, wait. Wait here. She's turning the door. Oh, oh, no. That's that's not her. That's someone else. It's Jeremy. Come on in. We were warned of your presence already. Alrighty. So how's everybody doing, ladies and gentlemen? We have a great show for you today. Uh, Holly will be joining us in about 10 minutes. She just got off school. Uh, so anyway, we are going to jump right in it. Uh, we are going to discuss where have UFOs been sighted in Michigan, the most UFO reported areas in Michigan, according to the Royal Oak Patch. Uh, reports of unidentified flying objects over Michigan are more common than you might think. Um, and the thing I liked about this article is that they did post a skeptic's quote. And I think it's important to be at least semi-skeptic of what people are seeing because the mind optically will play tricks on you. Like take, take Jupiter, for example. Super bright, right? And people often mistake it for a UFO. It's circular, it's bright. And when you steer right into it, it looks like it's moving and shaking. So you think it's like a lingering disc. I could see that. Or people wish on it. And they wish on planets. But it's like it's like a dependable UFO. It's always there. <laughs> it's your guardian angel. That's what it is. Your guardian it's your angel. Your guardian alien. <laughs> your guardian alien. <laughs> Protecting you from uh, probing from other aliens. Okay. Um. Well, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the quote is this. Uh, the unaided eye plays tricks on us, and that's well known. A bright light such as the planet Venus, excuse me, I had it wrong, it's not Jupiter. Venus is larger, often appears to move. Uh, astronomical ob- objects can be seen by disconcerting drivers um, as they seem to follow the car. So lights, I mean, they're going to look like they're following you because it stays stagnant in the sky. So people need to really remember that. They don't get lost in the woods because there's no way they're going to navigate using the stars. They would not They would not have went lasted long on the Underground Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this article. Again, it's in the Royal Oak Patch because they do and this is serious. Um, there is a organization called New Force N-U-F-O-R-C it's a database um, that you can actually report uh, a UFO sighting and they do have a certain criteria they're not up to minute jobs or prank calls and um, uh, we'll get into that in a minute as to what their criteria is and how to officially um, report a UFO sighting in your area um, but here are the areas and uh, Royal Oak, where we're broadcasting from, is one of those areas. And if you go to the patch um, and look up the UFO sightings, um, most of these have links to video footage. 
um, in Highland. Uh, there's a twinkling flying star that's been reported. Here in Royal Oak, a fat disc shape. Three lights. One light was red. Uh, the other were green and white. Went in different directions and hovered. And that was uh, September 3rd. Uh, Lake Orion, circular object flashing red and green, mimicking a star. In Warren, two flashing white lights, one not moving, the other moving in a circular pattern. Inkster, they saw a black saucer in the sky that started with a red light. In Detroit, uh, an orange orb UFO uh, transformed and possibly landed on Detroit's west side. Uh, in Clinton, uh, Clinton Township, uh, three crafts uh, spotted hovering for hours over Lenawee County. Red and white flashing lights approached quickly, then rose into the sky. That was August 5th. So these are all pretty recent. Uh, in Livonia, slow floating lead star like uh, like like a bright light um, slowly moved west to east over the sky as high as the stars. No flashing light like a satellite. Um, so that person was obviously trying to um, legitimize their statement by saying, it wasn't a satellite, bro. I know what that looks like. I've, I've seen me some satellites. In my time, and this wasn't one of those. This wasn't no Sputnik. I know someone who actually says that they think they saw a UFO last week, maybe two weeks what ago. What city was it? Clarkston. Clarkston. Let me see, let me roll down the list real quick. I don't uh, know if they reported it. Let's see if that's a hot spot. Uh, it doesn't look... Royal Oak is mentioned a few times as Warren. Um, let's see. They're coming for us. <laughs> oh, they've been, they've been coming for us for years. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, Warren and uh, Royal Oak are hot. Let me read the second Royal Oak one. Uh, I saw a white light due south just above the horizon. It looked like a bright white star. It was motionless and it sat stationary in the sky until it disappeared for five seconds. Um, it faded and disappeared. Now, that I, I can buy as a planet. Yeah, you've got cloud cover. Yeah, if it did, if it didn't move and it just gradually faded, and it's out. just a spot in the sky. It's like, oh, the star disappeared. It must have been a UFO way off in the horizon. Yeah, like, it might might be a planet. Yeah, how's are. So if you if any of you. Uh, want to call in we are at in studio two um to, and we will take you very seriously we are no one to uh, judge um if you want to talk about a ufo encounter or something you saw that's questionable in your area especially if you were in michigan uh the number to call is 248-579-5290 have you seen a ufo or anything questionable no i uh... No, I've seen a lot of what I'm 99% sure is just shooting stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in the UP growing up, so like you can see everything, everything there. Yeah. And like the amount of shooting stars you see going across is like, it seems like that's just way too much to exist. But I'm like, I'm 99% sure it was all shooting stars. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous up there. It really is. Absolutely. Um, but let me get into how to officially report a UFO to New Force. Now, this has been operating since the 70s. I mean, these cats are legit. So, um, you know, for decades and decades, they've been around. And it's a 24-hour hotline. So it's like a, if you have a UFO crisis, I mean, it's not like they're going to rush down there like the Ghostbusters. I feel like you wouldn't see a lot of UFOs during the daytime, though. Oh, that's true. Well, there had, you know, I've seen some videos that are questionable. Yeah, but here in Michigan, I feel like 
Oh, and no here's aliens Holly. that brave. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to fly over Detroit during the day. We might get shot. <laughs> Yeah, Detroit was not a hot spot. Detroit was only mentioned once. Once. And uh, we're crazy. (laughs) uh, And Holly Ogden has just entered the building. She's going to hop on a mic real quick before I get into um, how to officially report a UFO sighting. Uh, We just went through the list of the hot spots. Oh, you're fine. Like a madman. It's okay. I rushed all the way here. <laughs> oh, I got a breath, and I've been driving. <laughs> I was going to say, did you like put your car in drive and just ran alongside it the whole way? Were you, <laughs> were you a Flintstone in it, babe? <laughs> I feel like it right now. Oh, uh, for real. When driving your car is a workout, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Trying to get away from the UFOs. Yeah. Oh, Maybe man. you're just driving really hard. <laughs> I was driving as hard as I could. Drive harder. Faster. Move, Holly. Move. Get to the chapel. Uh, so what were you guys talking about? <laughs> Aliens. Yeah, we, we just read the article that you sent me from the Royal Oak Patch, and I did mention the sort of semi-skeptic quote. This is, you know, beware, because the optic mind can play tricks on you like for example the planet jupiter which i or venus which i stupidly call jupiter (laughs) (laughs) that venus jupiter uh oh okay i thought you were talking about the story i told you about the lights no but i I want you to talk about it now before we get into how to uh report a ufo sighting oh um i was just driving down 75 in uh melvindale and I saw these lights, and they were slowly moving. It almost looked like they were stopped, though. My friend mentioned that it's probably the Chinese lanterns, but I can see people mistaking those for UFOs. They're so far. It was so far away. You could barely tell what it was. It was just like a dim light. I have a few pictures that I can put up. So I can see that people report these UFOs. It could be things like that or, or something else very similar my brother uh, and I made the same mistake about the Chinese lanterns. Like oh, really? Ten, ten years ago when they were first hot. And it was at the... T- they were first hot. It was. Back in the day when Chinese lanterns <laughs> were, like, really popular. And everybody was just, like, lighting them off everywhere. That was the real fire in the sky. Back when they were super cool. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, look over there, man. But it was during the Taylor fireworks. So I'm like... Uh, bro. <laughs> so people were lighting off uh, the Chinese lanterns uh, during the fireworks? Yeah, like, because, you know, my neighborhood borders uh, Heritage Park, or did, when I lived with my parents. So people in the neighborhoods would set up fireworks of their own. And they were letting off Chinese lanterns. So you and your brother were like, aliens! Oh, instantly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see that. I mean, I got a little freaked out last night. Well, it's like that you know, saying, I want to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> Just let Put me believe. those shiny lanterns. Don't um, shit my Cheerios, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe the aliens are using... Chinese lanterns to distract us. Those are tiny ass aliens. <laughs> no, they're like sending them out like maybe they'll think these lanterns are us and we'll sneak in on the down low. So we should be looking the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that noise you make. <laughs> I don't know what I did. Why terrified me? <sighs> that was like a prehistoric bird. I have no idea what that was, but I'm so sorry. Did you... Did you um, did you post that link? I did not. Okay. You're always I good will. for the posting. 
But Royal Oak was mentioned three times right where we were broadcasting from. I thought I got... Man. I thought that I got that from the Wyandotte patch. You did. Oh, you said the Royal Oak. Oh, no. Well, oh, no. It says Royal Oak patch. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh, okay. Because I was going to look up that link right now and say what they exactly said, unless you already said it earlier. Oh, let me just scroll up. I did. In the beginning of the article, it, it talks about what their view of it was, what it lo- exactly looked like to them. Oh, the earlier this year, resident of Fenton uh, reported seeing a long, skinny, rectangular-shaped object that was about the length uh, of a maybe two large passenger jet outlines with hundreds of lights. Now, hundreds of lights? How did you... <laughs> right. How, How one, close was that, two. I wonder? You know, the military uh, has been... <coughs> oftentimes, especially the Air Force, uh, testing out new crafts. And I remember when I went to the big show at the big house, the hockey game, the Michigan game, um, and I forgive me, I don't know what it's called, but it has two wings. It's very uh, triangular-shaped black, and it barely makes a sound, and it went right over the stadium after the national anthem. And I remember people at first, there was like a spike in UFO sightings, but in fact, they were seeing those. New Air Force ships. Did you also mention about, in this article, it says that there has been several reports in surrounding areas, including Dearborn. Yep. I miss all the good stuff. Sorry, I'm late. No, (laughs) you didn't miss anything, really. I just read like three or four of the sightings in the cities and mentioned that Royal Oak was a hotspot. So I'm a little shocked that... Because I was actually wondering if there's been more sightings around here of uh, UFOs. Because you don't hear about it too much downriver. I know, like, there's no cows around here. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no farm areas. Well, then we have, and we, we were mentioning um, that Kate spends time in the UP, and you can see just about everything. However, like, in a metro area, like, downriver... You know, we've got tons and tons of lighting, so it's hard to even see stars in the sky. I want to see the crop circles around here. Like in Monroe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, just, you wouldn't be expecting it. Just downriver. I wonder, I wonder if there are or have been reported. I don't know. Does anyone really spend a lot of time flying over downriver? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just told somebody, I was telling uh, Dave from IT in the D, I said, you know, if somebody flew me to Southgate, I would consider that a free vacation. <laughs> Seriously, because he was talking about the Peter Griffin guy, because I'm going to New York next week. And he's like, if you see the Peter Griffin guy, tell him we said, fuck you. And I'm like, what? Why? So you walk, you walk up and say, fuck you. And then walk away. <laughs> I tuned the dude said, fuck who? Um, <laughs> well, I guess they had offered to fly him in and be on the show. And he totally blew him off. And I'm like, if you offer to fly me anywhere, bro, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> you put me up in a Holiday Inn in Southgate. Girl, <laughs> it's nice. It's fine. I have a luxury right there. It's a mini vacation. Let's go. Right. I'll bring my own snacks. <laughs> so again, I will reiterate: if you guys have seen a UFO or think you have, I mean, we're we're not skeptics here. We're crazy people too. It's two four eight 
579-5290. You want to get into how to report an official UFO sighting, the criteria? How to report it? Mm-hmm. You report it to New Force. Oh. See, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it was right at the end. Uh, New Force, again, I, as I said, um, they've been operating since 1974. And there is a 24-hour hotline. So if you have a UFO crisis, then you can call. Midday. But it's not an 800 number. So they're going to charge your ass. <laughs> <laughs> they probably get a lot of prank calls. It's like a so, local number, though. Oh, probably a million. It's like, like a local number? No, least? it's a 206. Yeah. What's two oh six? Where are we calling? <laughs> it's two oh six seven two two three thousand. Uh, the group described what a good UFO report should include. Reports are most useful if they include exact date, time, and location of the sighting. Other valuable information includes a description of the object or objects uh, seen, what they were witnessed to do, um, how many of them were observed, what shape and color they were, how long they observed, and any other facts. Um, the witnesses believe were significant. Uh, the number of observers and a brief one-sentence-long description of their backgrounds are very useful. As far as photograph and videos, here's what they recommend. A photograph or video of the object is the most useful form of evidence in any sighting. Well, no shit. Uh, <laughs> abs- wow, thanks for that. It's like a, fact. A, a five-year-old sketch. No, no. It is newforce.org, too, is the website. Yep, N-U-F-O-R-C. It's like a drawing in crayon. <laughs> There's no <laughs> uh, Apps and a photograph and illustration. Hey, an illustration of the object <laughs> observed. Okay, so that, that's acceptable. Even a simple outline drawing of its shape is very helpful. Also, a photocopy of an official map indicating where observers uh, located it and what directions they were looking is extremely helpful and will permit a calculation of latitude and longitude. I didn't realize that they were in Seattle, Washington. They were founded in 1974 by a UFO investigator, Robert J. Gribble. Interesting. I wish we could call them and be like, tell us your craziest It's 24 hours. Why don't we call them? If if they'll deal with us, sure. I don't know. Why not? I'm surprised they don't have a Twitter and a hashtag. <laughs> Let's see. They probably do. What's their number? Uh, it is 206-722-3000. Do you want me to call them? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> I want to hear like a recording or, a, a, you know, what, what, what they say. Instantly someone. Hey. <laughs> This was 24 hours. We get a voicemail. We'll be really sad. An alien emergency. (laughs) They're in my backyard right now. Just like someone's Verizon. Welcome to the National UFO Reporting Center hotline in Washington State at area code 206. 722-3000. We know the number. We Website called you. www.ufocenter.com. If you believe that you may have experienced a UFO sighting, please leave your name, location, and telephone number, and we will return your call at our earliest convenience. We would be most grateful if you would please leave a short message on our answering service and not a full description of your sighting at this time. In the meantime, we'd like to invite you to submit a detailed a written description. 
is drying his hair. Your sighting using our online report form located on our website, ufocenter.com. Thank you very much for calling. At the tone, please record your message. When you. <laughs> I'm not witty enough to leave a prank call right now. I'm like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Uh, no, actually, I actually want to contact him and ask him if he would do an interview. Yeah. You know, so the, I don't want to do down. like... <laughs> my, I don't want to prank call him. Are you, guys the, are you guys the ones that prank called me? <laughs> because I'm sick of this You're shit. Like, hey, I recognize this number. You're on my shit list. <laughs> I hate you guys. We've been added to his watch list. Mm. Seriously, it's not like he recorded that underground. <laughs> I, I still say you, he was probably on a mothership. We could explain it. It is uh, well known by law enforcement agencies, this hotline. Wow. It says. You know, I always say, I've said this a million times, like you've got law enforcement that comes forward um, on these A&E specials or documentaries um, about UFO sightings. Take Fire in the Sky, for example. You've got several officials that come forward, um, even sheriffs, uh, people that are higher ups. There has to be some weight to it if you are risking your reputation and career. You know, even if you don't, there has to be something to it. Well, I'm surprised. It says the National Weather Service, military facilities, NASA, and 9-11... 911. <laughs> uh, 911. Oh, that's so funny, Kate. <laughs> like, 9-11 conspiracies. <laughs> it wasn't funny, but the way she read it, she's like, 9-11, then she's like, 911. <laughs> it's real serious. It was the moment of realization that she had go over. <laughs> Sorry. I, I say 9-11. I think most people do. 9-11. I three dial. No, Jason's mom said nine one one the other day. I'm like, oh nine eleven. Nine one one. Don't freak me out, lady. I had a heart attack just then. Come <laughs> on. Well, I'm just surprised that I don't know. I don't. I guess I just assumed that this was like a cheesy line, just like a cheesy center. Yeah, I did too at first. I'm like, oh, it's Not some some dudes in their basement reporting it to them, and. <laughs> She's not looking at me all crazy. Oh, that's the coffee. Uh, whoops. whoops. Almost fell. Okay. Uh, again, the number to call in is 248-579-5290. And I'm kind of bummed that no one's called in yet with a UFO. Come on, guys. You've seen some shit. Let's get real. Don't be ashamed. Come forward. The three people that are listening. Oh, and shout out to, <laughs> and this is sounds corny, but we recently discovered that our cousin Lexi is a listener. Hi, Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you should call in. Come on, Lexi. We know you have an alien story. Come on. <laughs> I told Jay Fosgate to call in with a werewolf story. Real werewolf story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was during the, and I'll always remember that he said it was during the last, after the last episode of Seinfeld. That, that's what I will always remember. Because <laughs> he makes it a point to say that. I was watching the last, very last episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> and he said, I was really pissed <laughs> off like with the rest of America because it was horrible. Spoiler alert, <laughs> five, four, three, two, Spoiler on Seinfeld. One. That's been like off the air for <laughs> well, years. Yeah, this, I don't think it counts as a spoiler anymore. Like it's It's been quite hey, man, some I'm time. Just, I'm just now getting into Dexter. <laughs> I just watched season one. 
I just watched season one like last summer, and I haven't watched any since then. Yes, it, I I got into the nanny I'm after so terrible watching that. <laughs> Fifteen years after it was off the air, but anyway, yeah, I like compare the two. <laughs> All the characters go to jail for Dexter being inhumane to people. <laughs> That's the end of Seinfeld. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's ridiculous. Really, jail? Yeah, for being inhumane to people. Yeah, they all go to jail for a year. That could have been way worse. I (laughs) to this day hate the sound effects they used on that show. That was literally the worst part about that show. It was like the adult version of like the Doug theme. I like Doug. <laughs> I love Doug too, and I like I Seinfeld. Banging on a trash can, jumping on the street lights. <laughs> All right, so Royal Oak Patch, you have been added to the watch list. Alrighty, moving on. Are you guys ready to party like it's 600 BC? <laughs> Jesus know. times. Yep. Are. Coming back. Oh, yeah. Turn that water into wine, baby, because leprosy <laughs> is back with a burn. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. California. Hell, yeah. Oh, Biblical goodness. plagues are back, and baby. Like, Hell, yeah, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's actually uh, Leviticus chapter 13. They explain the whole protocol of... Um, what they would do with a person with leprosy it included a priest and you know light several days i think it was like a spiritual thing light them on fire light them on fire that's it <laughs> kill it with fire that's your answer to everything just use fire for everything <laughs> it's not a bad idea <laughs> well i mean when you look like a, the side of a house yeah you'll want to burn yourself too <laughs> have you seen leprosy we'll put some pictures up no <laughs> oh google search that Oh boy! Oh boy! And yeah, a boy has it. Let me. Let me, <laughs> let me look I don't it up. know how to spell leprosy, but I'm guessing it's close to leprechaun. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> funny enough. Oh wait, I, was, I really wasn't that far off. L e p r o s y. I was messaging Casey about it earlier, and it turned it into leprechaun. Autocorrect. That's gross. Oh no! Hang on one second. I have to retype the Wi-Fi password. We're experiencing technical difficulties, y'all. Bring me the boy with that. Some of these people look like ogres' faces in movies. The side of a house, man. I'm telling you. So this was reported two days ago that there was a kid. Was a teenager. Uh, no, he's a 10-year-old boy um, in California. Yeah, Jer- I think it's Harupa Valley because it spells Jerupa Valley, uh, California. And the thing about leprosy is that everybody freaks out because it's like, oh, they're, they're really trying to downplay it. They're like, it's really hard to get and yeah. um, it's very treatable. So that's the thing is that I'm like, OK, so it's caused by a bacterial infection, right? And they say, oh, you can get it from just coughing on a person. And then they're like, but it's not easily transmittable. What? So no one's breathing? No there one's was celibate? 65 reports in 2015 of it. Yeah, in the United States. And if you think about it, that's really not that much if it's 65 out of like a kajillion people in the United States. 
It's interesting because when you Google image search it, like pictures of armadillos keep popping up. <laughs> what do you want? I mean, that's what your face winds up looking like if you let it progress. <clears throat> like an armadillo? Yeah. I don't know. The pictures I've seen look more ogre-ish than armadillo-ish. But it has plagued us for centuries. I mean, when I say 600 BC, 600 BC. Ooh, this person's butt has like holes in it. <laughs> Looks like a moldy piece of cheese. Oh Lord! Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, did anybody else in the school? It says here on this website that on Yahoo that it has been confirmed in one of two California school children suspected to have the disease. So one of them has it. Why? But Cal- there's two possible cases of it. Why California? And. Well, I don't know. Are, the, are those two dating? <laughs> are they dating? Because how else would you... Th- that's what I missed about the article or researching it was, how would you encounter that bacteria? I don't know. I know that they took a skin biopsy to determine... Maybe they just got a little too close in the sandbox. You can say it, Jeremy. Like... Oh, and it's called Hansen's disease, by the but way. Yeah, by the way, it's called Hansen's disease. <laughs> oh. And we have a Hansen on. The armadillos are uh, naturally infected with leprosy. That's why there's so many photos of leprosy. Ah, California. Yes, and thank you very much. It's also um, known as Hansen's disease. And go. also, Hansen also just did read about today, but they have an ON. Well, I'm going to call, yourself. I'm gonna call uh, armadillo face. What, my hands? Yeah. What did I do? Did I touch leprosy? Uh, maybe. Probably. We don't know. We're not taking any chances, Hanson. <laughs> it's possible, even though unlikely, for humans to catch the disease from armadillos. Thank you. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I am out. <laughs> Mic drop. There we go. Um, <laughs> but that would make sense, California. What the hell are you doing playing with armadillos? No joke. Like, Are they in a petting zoo? zoo? The school had an armadillo farm. <laughs> well, we don't uh, know how good the I'll children got it. I for you. Ah, well. And how many armadillos are in California? Oh, a lot. Oh. I don't go to warm places. <laughs> a wo- woman of the north. Um, yeah, well, this is, was according to the press enterprise that they confirmed that this child had leprosy. Um, but, of course, everybody freaks out because they think of the Bible. They think, you know, uh, epidemic. And that's why it became such big news um, because people were like, oh, my God, you touched somebody with a leprosy. Well, back then, yeah, they thought that's how you got it. You know, I mean, Jesus healed the leper by touching him because nobody else would. Nobody else would touch this man. And people were like, oh, don't do it, Jesus. <laughs> Well, but, uh, it's a myobacterium leprae and le- excuse me, lepromatosis. There's it's a combination of two different bacteria. Really, wait, <clears throat> and armadillos. Diagnose it, like I said, it is with a skin biopsy. But the problem is, it well, it's treatable, easily treatable by antibiotics. But it takes from up up to two years of treatment. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that has to be a high-powered bacteria to contact them. Like, okay, I'm staying here for years. My question is, how long are you contagious? And how long are you out of school? 
Like, who are were doctors prepared to be like, okay, this is the amount of time you have to be out of school for leprosy? <laughs> like the way you just said that. For leprosy. Yes, your doctors know. No, you don't have to participate in gym class. Right. It's, it's like mono. Yeah. Okay. You're out for like two weeks to a month. Leprosy? AIDS, you're out forever. Never come back. But, uh,. Incubation period of the disease is about five years. Symptoms can take as long as 20 years to appear. So it's, it acts almost like mono because once you're a carrier of mono, you always are. So just light the kid on fire. <laughs> That's why I cough on every chance I get. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. maybe God just hates us all right now because of what's going on in the world. Well, that's, you know what? That thought had crossed my mind. I'm like, we've seen all these strange weather patterns, biblical diseases are making a comeback. I mean, I sounded excited about it in the beginning, but I'm really not. I'm smiling <laughs> to keep from crying because we're all really going I'm to scared. hell. <laughs> Everyone on this podcast going to hell. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I always say that when I'm in the van with Source Point. Everyone in this car is going to hell. We're going to hell for the comics we write. <laughs> Which is true. So, there's a vaccination for it, correct? Really? It says it's easily trans, uh, easily cured, or easily trans, whatever the other opposite transmit is, the other odd word. They said <laughs> that the various countries <laughs> around the world, namely India and Brazil, currently use the bacillus... And BCG vaccine for, tuber- a lot of for tuberculosis, but also doubles as a leprosy vaccine. I wonder if they're going to start administering that now in uh, California hospitals. They should. I mean, two kids have got it already. You feel like Texas, it would be more of a problem. So the people down there to like make like armadillo soup and stuff. <laughs> should stop that. Yeah, you, you know, well, that's probably funny, but boiling you're right. off the. Uh, I sound like I'm stupid, but I'm not wrong. No, you have a point. It does recommend not to eat or hunt armadillos. I was going to say, you can boil it all you want, but I'm not willing to risk that. The the nine-band armadillo is more susceptible to having the disease than any other armadillo. So I'm curious what our armadillos are. So in addition to not licking toads, don't lick armadillos. Do not cook, do not hunt nine-band armadillos. They are highly... Most likely to have. You know what? Just leave all the armadillos alone. How about that? Yeah. What did armadillos ever do to you? Armadillos alive. Like Brittany. (laughs) Chris Crocker just comes out. (laughs) I feel like this needs to be a PSA. We'll hire her to make the commercial. (laughs) (laughs) That Indian commercial. Wasn't he like crying because of the. Oh, the literature from the 70s? You know what's about that commercial? I I actually always think of Wayne's World 2 when they did a mockery of it. I'm trying to remember that part. Remember at the end where they were cleaning up the concert and the strange naked Indian was crying because the the place was just littered? That's what Mopop looked like (laughs) afterward. (laughs) No, it did. All music festivals look like that. Yeah, they do. There's just like garbage (laughs) everywhere. Yeah. People party hard, man. Indians are crying. White people are still partying. What the hell's going on? <laughs> to Mopop's credit, the recycling bins and garbage cans were overflowing. <laughs> well, <not laughs> well we weren't saying it was Mopop's problem. Right. We're saying people are the problem. Yeah, people are the problem. People are animals. 
People don't care. Nope. If it ain't mine, I don't give a shit. This ain't my property. See, but then if you have the leprosy vaccine, people will be like, vaccines uh, and cause issues and oh, we can't I know. They'll find one trace of mercury and start freaking out. The, the armadillo vaccine caused my kids autism. You're going to hear shit like that. Give it five Probably. years. Everything causes autism. You either get leprosy or you get autism. I don't know. You can't win. <laughs> you just can't win in this life. I mean, they can make a vaccine for it, but then that would cause autism too, apparently. So yeah. Nowadays, anything you do causes something. So Right. <laughs> the least... Uh, I've met plenty of people that support that. <laughs> <laughs> So if you have a leprosy story, <laughs> if you're in California and you know, or, or do you know anything about this uh, bacteria and its relation to uh, not just armadillos, but perhaps other animals or other means of contact, call 248-579-5290. Uh, any more comments on that? Uh, I don't know, but if that ki- if it was a kid who got it, you better hope. Like, if he was rolling around in a sandbox that day, that they, like, sprayed some Lysol in there or something. That, that's something I want to know, too. Like, what if the armadillo walked that through? kid touch? Well, yeah, I mean, do armadillos like sandboxes? This could be bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're it's out in the wild, and, you know, you're in the valley. So, you know, it's entirely possible. So... When I googled how you get leprosy, it says contrary uh, to popular belief that leprosy is not highly contagious, does not cause body parts to fall off. I didn't realize that it did, but in <clears throat> uh, that 95% of the world's population is naturally immune to the disease. Well, and why is that kid missing two toes? <clears throat> that it's transmitted from human to human through respiratory droplets. So, yeah, coughing. So what's the kid supposed to do? Like, it's not highly contagious. Don't cough. You cough, we're going to pull the fire alarm. Just put one of those, like, doctor mask things on Yeah, he might have to wear, like, a SARS mask. Or toss them in a bubble. And an iron lung. Leprosy leprosy is the bacterial disease of the skin and nerves. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you say that already? I'm sorry. (laughs) You don't have to be sorry. There is no sorry on this. (laughs) It's completely curable. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's what we were saying. Was t- it takes uh, up to two years of antibiotic treatment. That's the and thing. that's the issue. Yeah, it's a long time to live in a it's bubble. A time phase. Treatment yeah. is free of charge, but many people are unaware that it is available. Where do you where do you get the free treatment at? Well, most people oh, probably are probably like, "Oh office. my goodness, I have leprosy! Call oh, Jesus! You can't do that." That's, that's scabies, ma'am. I thought you were about to say it, Meyer. Meyer, Loker, Meyer. The last Sunday in January marks World Leprosy Day. There's a day for it. <laughs> I love how Jeremy pops up, and he sounds super, super serious, random and then he goes away. Fact. <laughs> Just pull the random well, What day was facts. that? <laughs> I believe, Holly, was the last day in January is National Leprosy Day. Is that like one of those biblical holidays? I think that's my mom's birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday slash happy leprosy day. Pamela. (laughs) Pamela. Is there like a leprosy parade? (laughs) Oh, like a... Like pride for lepers? Yeah. Why can't there be pride for everything? 
You know, people would read that. Like, I have leprosy and I'm proud. <laughs> yeah, pride for, I, I love. Le- I have lots are. of leopard print. Let's go march. Apparently, it does, not, it does not. It does not. Uh, you do not feel pain in the con- uh, affected areas. Infected and affected. Oh, that's areas. good. At least they've got some. Well, so the, all the symptoms are visual. It's a skin and nerve disease. Right, but you said nerve. So nerves is probably uh, blocking the uh, sen- sensors on it. The yeah, nerves. like a interruption in transmission. Yeah, I mean that's what my multiple sclerosis is. Yeah. I don't have leprosy. I don't know. Do I look like a side of a house? Don't cough, Casey. Um. <laughs> Kate is not even going to answer Kate that. She's like, out. it depends on what kind of lighting there is. You look more like a stone cottage. <laughs> She's it's the, spit all over it's the breakout. Are you, guys, are you guys upset that you're not watching the debate right now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd rather talk about leprosy. <laughs> Yeah, so speaking of a couple of diseases, uh, so um, <laughs> this can go anywhere. <laughs> oh man, should we take a break before we jump into our next yeah, topic? Let's take a break. All right, and I'll post the the links for the UFOs and the leprosy. Holly's so good at keeping everybody informed. But when we come back, we're talking about bitch tits. So uh, don't go away. <laughs> Hit it, DJ Kate. You got it. This is a previously recorded episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the watch list. My name is Casey Pierce, and this is Holly Ogden. Say hello, Holly. You didn't officially say hello. Hello. (laughs) Officially. (laughs) And Ms. DJ Kate on the ones and twos. Hello. And uh, Jeremy Hansen is sitting in learning uh, the IT part of the soundboards. Bonjour, je m'appelle Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, we promised you bitch tits and we deliver here at the watch list. Oh, by the way, we did not add the two kids in California to the watch list. Oh. We're watching you. Don't cough. Don't even look in my direction. <laughs> Speaking of biblical, well, you're turning to salt. <laughs> you are on the watch list. <laughs> yeah, you, Sodom and Gomorrah, known as California. Okay. All right. So this is kind of an older article, but before we begin, um, and Holly and I have gone back and forth, and this is not in, in meant to be sexism if you if any of you feel that way please call in if you're a man and you feel offended by this article or what we talk about tonight i'm sorry it's not meant to be offensive no it's just really what we're stating is some of the obvious and also we're just citing what the article says um but from a societal point of view holly and i have been back and forth about the feminization and role switch of the american male uh now we have talked about how maybe it's the reaping what we've sown of extreme feminism in the past, sort of the whitewashing of the traditional American male, uh, which is not entirely a bad thing. It has its pros and cons, but it is um, an obvious observation. Um, But in this article, it provides some more scientific evidence that men may be Sabotaged in the past ten years, male sperm count has dropped fifty percent um, due to uh, pesticides, GMOs in the food, um, even television shows, marketing. Um, but that's that's not driving the sperm count. <laughs> but uh, even even uh, it says even beer. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because, the, the, um, hops yeah. in it is known to be powerfully estrogenic plant and that it actually lowers testosterone. Yeah. And there's a lot of everyday products that you would not suspect that increase estrogen. I mean, even in women, this is affecting us. This is um, making us even more highly emotional. I mean, every it's having a biological effect is all I'm saying, and it is not your fault, but you need to be aware. Um, so studies, and this, of course, is, excuse me. Oh, let me find the actual. Okay, this is enlightenedconsciousness.com. And, of course, when I make the link go away and try to click on it again, it'll take forever to load. Okay, there we go. Eight disturbing ways society is feminizing men through food and products. Uh, we're on the fast track to extinction, it says. In the past 50 years, sperm count, 50 years, sperm counts in men have dropped 50%, while the average man's testosterone and sperm count has plummeted 20% in just the last 20 years. The conspiracy behind it seems rather obvious, but debating the point is futile. What matters most is that we recognize that it is a problem and there is ways to fix it. So this is all according to Dr. Russell Blaylock, uh, an ordered neurosurgeon and author of The Blaylock Report. Studies show that uh, xenoestrogens from plastics appear to cause premature menses in young girls. Uh, so, soy isoflavins appear uh, increase aggressiveness and heightened antisocial behavior in uh, monkeys and appear to feminize male animals. Um, so this is, of course, I say, you know, girls are starting their periods like at eight years old now. You know, and you've got girls that look like they're in their 20s and they're 12. Which, going back to the beer comment I made, it said that when young women would pick the hops in the fields, they actually experience early menstruation during doing that, too. Just from contact. Yes, just from contact. That's insane. That's insane. Um, so should I run through the list? Yeah. Okay, so pesticides through conventionally raised fruits and vegetables. Pesticides that are sprayed um, on vegetables are often known as GMOs, act as estrogens when ingested. Um, And a lot of people like to argue that there's no difference between the organic and the regular (laughs) vegetables. It's all a conspiracy. No, the conspiracy, brother, is that you think that way because you're programmed to think that way. There is a difference in organic vegetables. Yes, it's more expensive. Yes, it's a crime that it's more expensive. But you will benefit for your health to buy organic. Now, I cannot talk. I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> there are some things that I will buy organic. I will not budge on, but I budget for that. Budge, budget. That it's was just a sad that, words. that we have to make that choice. It is sad. And, of course, chemicals are going to do something to you over time. And it's about all about concentration. And obviously, the more concentrated something is, the more effects that it can have on you But and diluting it. But it's sad that, I mean, obviously, over time, you're going to see effects. And that's why people are starting to have um, more, like we're talking about Alzheimer's or cancer or um, what were we talking about earlier with the, uh, she was talking about, we were talking about vaccinations. Oh, mercury. Yeah. Um, high amounts of mercury. Um, and it gets to a point, like my dad always says, food for the masses. You know, you've got pudding that can sit on a shelf, on a shelf for, you know, years. 
and this is pudding. This is supposed to be a dairy product. Twinkies. Twinkies, Twinkies are known to last for years and years and never <laughs> age. Yeah, it's like army yeah. rations. Because of all the preservatives in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. And, I mean, this is not, I mean, things that are pickled are totally different. That's a total natural form of uh, fermenting and preserving. Just throw vinegar on everything. You'll be fine. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. I don't like, react it. I like Burn my it. pudding with vinegar. Split fire on everything like we talked about. <laughs> my grandma was German. I swear to God, she would put vinegar on everything. Really? Like, You're probably going to live forever. <laughs> it is good. Your insides are probably pickled and in prime condition. <laughs> She's the human pickle. Kate's Ugh. grandmother. Uh, yeah, I'm a pickle. <laughs> Caitlin's grandmother. Call in. Two four eight five seven nine five two nine zero. The human pickle. We're listening. <laughs> You're on the watch list now. <laughs> yes, you are. All right. Uh, and moving on. Soy is not healthy. Um, again, I hate it when they say you know women should drink soy. Fuck no, you shouldn't. Soy is one of the leading causes of breast cancer. Are you insane? Soy creates high estrogen-like effects on the body, shown to decrease testosterone. Mm-hmm. All I can think about right now is the part from the longest yard where they switched out that guard's met, uh, the pills he was taking, like his workout pills with estrogen. Oh. And there's this one scene where he's like, my nipples are so sensitive right now. <laughs> That's all I can think about. If your nipples are feeling sensitive, you might have had too much soy put down the soy milk put down that soy (laughs) and it's in everything it's coming for your nipples i mean you see soy in everything everything from like processed potato chips anything well if you're a vegetarian isn't that like a huge yeah portion of your diet is soy yeah because of um tofu tofu is soy based i mean it's really hard to avoid um Again, you know, tofu uh, does have other uh, elements to it, but soy is one of them. Um, But anyway, hormones and beef, that's a big deal. You know, people are buying grass-fed beef now because the cows are eating shit and they're eating lots of soy. I still think about all the time when McDonald's is like, (laughs) we use real beef now. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Can you explain why you weren't? Can you explain why you weren't before? No. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) What exactly were you using before? Do we really want to know? But your beef is probably full of major hormones, I'm sure. Because you want a hamburger for 52 cents. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's not 52 cents anymore. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) People want to bitch about inflation, but that's not inflation, folks. You want real beef, you're going to have to pay for it. Real cows cost more than fake cows. Yeah. So the hormones put into beef create estrogenic effects, and plus cows are fed soy that's been soaked in pesticides, which goes back to the whole vegetables being um, soaked in pesticides. So you're pretty much doubling it up. When you eat beef, that's with the hormones, with the cows eating the soy that's in the pesticides. I mean, cows also eat their own puke, so we can't really blame the cows for this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, dogs do too, and they lick their face. uh, I mean, safe alternative is um, knowing where your meat comes from and what it's been fed. (laughs) It does make a huge difference when you're eating meat for the uh, animal itself to be eating something healthy as well. Yeah. You I mean, are what you eat, I guess. Yeah, it's a circle of life. Soy is used to remediate <laughs> fields of toxins. What happened to letting cows just eat grass? 
<laughs> what happened to the old day? What happened to all the grass? <laughs> well, be, well they eat grass because and you they... have them eat enough hormones, then they get bigger. Then you mass produce beef. Yeah, hormones are added. Well, hormones are used on the cows to help increase um, body size and further production, which makes more money for the farmers. I've heard some horror stories about beef, though. Oh, I know. Someone once told me, and we're just saying that this is true. If I, I don't know, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is what they told me that they actually, and this sounds really messed up, that they actually used cement and fed cement to the cows to make them bulky so that they would meet a certain weight. I believe that. Or so they can pass this certain inspection of the cows. Mm-hmm. Well, because the farmers got to get their money. I heard something about Wendy's killing cows inhumanely where they string them. Actually, I heard this from Bruce Gerlach, uh, who's actually a, an artist. Um, if you look him up, Bruce Gerlach. You're after him now. Right. <laughs> He's like, leave me out of this. Um, <laughs> they string them up uh, by their legs. And then Drink they them up their blood, probably. Yeah, they slice open the gut. That's actually a really popular way of doing it. Yeah, and they shit themselves as they're dying. Obviously, you die, you release your bowels, which is still actually inside the cow. Yeah, you drain them of, of all their blood and all that horrible process. But don't take out the shit. I believe it's called halal or kosher. <laughs> it's kosher to leave kosher shit in. Is. I don't believe. That I don't think it's kosher in. to string up a cow and then drain its blood. <laughs> I feel like that's literally not what kosher is. <laughs> no, there's nothing cool about that either. Uh, no, that that is uh, very inhumane. I think hormones is actually probably one of the largest things that I would say is a factor in. I mean, feminizing, <clears throat> feminine, more feminizing everyone. Yeah, I mean, it is. Male, this does females. not just go for dudes. This is this is everybody. I mean, you've got, like I said, girls in uh, who haven't even begun middle school with size Z breasts. True. You know, I mean, and, and, and they're making babies at like twelve again. Yeah, it's like back in the old days. <laughs> Where you and were? We're not crazy. It's like literally it's we're recycling beef. through. <laughs> Put down I swear the it's the milk. <laughs> Where's the beef? You don't want to know. All that McDonald's. <laughs> Seriously, and we are a McDonald's nation, man. Even after Super Size Me, you still got. I know. You know, moms that run to McDonald's right after school. I'm just going to get her a Happy Meal. I got a lot to do tonight. Exactly. Exactly. It's called a crock pot, folks. When your kid knows McDonald's before other words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is not far off from the truth. Just because there's a toy in it doesn't mean it's okay for your child. (laughs) There's nothing happy about it, folks. All right. Moving on to beer. Like I said, it's um, hops is one of the most powerfully estrogenic plants 100 grams of hops contains 30,000 to 300,000 IUs of estrogen. Wow. Most is potent estrogen, estradiol. In males, estradiol causes a lowering of, of testosterone levels. Dang. So not only is so, it more estrogen, it's lowering testosterone as well. Uh, well, it... It's uh, powerfully estrogenic, so it's actually increasing estrogen, and it's lowering testosterone. Jeez Louise. Uh, commercials will have that, will have one, 
that drinking beer makes a man macho, nothing can be further from the truth. Uh, television and the feminization of men. She's pointing at me. I am, because you got the notes there, girly. Oh. You know what? Actually, I didn't make as much um, notes on that one. But oh, that's kind of clear. Television has changed a lot in the years. and Yeah, and that uh, goes without bad, saying. But and we're not talking about... Are you t- like... Are you, are you about to say we're not talking about... Um, what's that term called uh, for... Homophobic? No, no, no not homophobic. Uh, the new male... Where they like prim and... Um, oh, yeah, because we're not talking about, you know, like... Shows you, cho- you know, see on a lesbian or gay television that is for a target audience. We're talking about it all started with shows like Jersey Shore. You know, you've what got is what was it, what is it called when male males metrosexual? Like, yeah, yeah, metrosexual. Yeah, it, well, like when did macho become taking two hours in the bathroom? You know, tanning, you know, covering yourself in glitter. <laughs> Me and all my boys are going out. We all got the same fucking haircut. Where's the protein? <laughs> like when did that become macho? And we, I mean, we see it in wrestlers like, uh, for instance, like Zack Ryder, who I absolutely love. But it's a, it's a gag. It's part of a shtick, you know. Shtick. <laughs> I, I love that word shtick. I mean, on the bright side, hair gel sales have taken a major <laughs> rise in the past decade. <laughs> yeah. Paul Mitchell's like, you shut the fuck up. Hair gel and axe, man, through the roof. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, and we are a consumer nation. We've always been that way. So even women are programmed to see, and we do it all the time. You know, we see someone on E, like, oh, man, the way Jennifer Lopez's hair is cut or something to that effect. Or I wish I had a body like that. Everybody is insecure. There are so many gossip magazines, so many. I feel like the world has turned into trying to be perfection and trying to be this yeah the super feminized image mm-hmm. and we're we're always striving well remember when we talked about the gene splicing thing yeah making designer children it will never be enough it won't my friend heather you know she's actually a, a bodybuilder and her, she said that her and her sister were talking and said you know wouldn't it be great if no matter what we ate it did not change our body weight I said, you know, it wouldn't be great because it would be something else. You know, focus on something else. When I got the gap fixed in my teeth, I had a small gap that hardly anybody knows but me. I got it fixed, right? Immediately, I looked at my jawline. I'm like, man, why does my jaw look so square? It will always be something. Right. And TV, um, to go back to that, you know, takes a part in that. Oh, absolutely. Trying to put these images out there. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a difference between a guy having style and class and a difference with the over-the-top right, makeup. Like, like I don't it. want a dude that just climbed under a car and smells like an onion patch. Like, I'm not talking about that kind of macho. If There's guy, a line here, folks. <laughs> if a guy takes longer to get ready than me, then I'm kind of scared. Yeah, I mean, slap some hair gel in, put on some deodorant, nice polo, you know. I mean... To work at Best Buy, I guess. So if and if you're sharing, you know what? To go on about that too, it scared me when I, when I um when I met a guy for the first time that wanted to share my jeans. Who was that? <laughs> George. Oh Lord! He got into this like phase where he wanted to wear girls' jeans, and oh, I, oh. 
I remember. Do you got any old jeans that you don't want anymore? (laughs) (laughs) No, I burned them all. I'm like, what? What are you going to do with them? Well, I'm like, are those girl jeans that you're wearing? Makes your dick look bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the real reason that these screamo dudes started wearing chick jeans? It's like a hug for my dick. Because no other girl's going to hug it for me. Totally having saggy, your butt's showing too much jeans to... I hate that, too. uh, To, I'm going to squish my balls in these jeans. (laughs) Balls. Lower my testosterone in these jeans. (laughs) Lower my sperm count, at least. Where's your testosterone? In these tight jeans. Somewhere. Find it. You You won't be getting pregnant, girl. I'm wearing them skinny jeans. <laughs> My sperm coat dropped a long time ago, girl. Don't you? We don't need no prophylactics. <laughs> I love that word, too. All right. So moving on to unsaturated fats. Uh, fats from vegetable oils are mostly soy, which is an estrogen plant byproduct, among the highest on the planet. Uh, these are covered in pesticides. Again, pesticides, uh, which come with their own estrogen properties. Saturated fats from lard, butter, coconut oil, and so on help produce testosterone, our preferred alternative. Maybe that's why I'm so buff. I eat a ton of coconut oil. You don't use lard in your cooking, do you? No, no. That's just horrible. That's, that's like terrifying. Paula Dean cooking. Yeah. Let's I'll, know some I'll lard use real butter. That. Yeah, but lard is real. That is true. I will argue that. that, that it's isn't like, there better alternatives like coconut oil or something? Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned coconut oil. That's why I'm like, maybe that's why I'm so dude-like. I I eat that shit. I, put, I wash my How face with it. How dude-like? Because it actually increases testosterone. Oh. <laughs> Let me scratch well. my chest here. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to scratch my balls. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of burgers. I don't know what that means for me, but... <laughs> You're sick. You're sick. I'm dying. I didn't even know. Uh, BPA and plastics. Xenoestrogen is a class of chemicals that mix estrogen. Humans' chemicals from plastics leak into cans, bottles, packaged food, rivers, streams, lakes, oceans, everything else. Plastic is everywhere. Now, my dad always scolds me, too, for heating up food in Tupperware because it's plastic. He's like, don't do that. Put it on glass. Don't even store it in the plastic. He scolds me for that. I, I've heard of people talking about that. Yeah. You know who else? Um, Fran Drescher, after she recovered from breast cancer, she has a whole line of facial products that are all purposely placed in glass because she believes that um, it incre- plastic increases estrogen, which could increase uh, breast cancer. It's crazy. I do believe... Uh so, what do you think that food should be stored in? Glass. Glass? Yeah, like Pyrex makes, um, actually, you can find uh, a Pyrex line called Anchor that has only, for 10 bucks, you get three or four glass containers, um, Tupperware containers. And they're pretty good size, like the casserole size. So, you could bake a cake in those bitches. <laughs> and I do. I actually baked a low-carb pumpkin pie the other day. With tons of soy. Okay. <laughs> With tons of soy, just defeating the whole purpose. Please add soy. I don't remember a recipe saying please, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Jeremy hasn't said anything because he always shows this video of 
plastics leaking into the ocean and straws and turtles with their plastic straws in their noses. Please don't, when you go to the bar and get a drink, please don't ask for straws. Just stir it with a th- <laughs> your spoon finger. or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm the bartender. Stir your drink you, there's a video of, a, of people pulling a straw out of a turtle's nose. Or, or you can use, if they, have, if they serve coffee, you can get a, a wooden stir. I always, I never get the tops of lids either. Right. They do have spoons at the bars. They can stir it for you. It's, it would be so. Or just shake it. Shake and not stir it, man. (laughs) Shake that shit. Don't even stir it. I don't care. I'm going to drink it anyway. (laughs) It's all going to the same place. Uh, It would be so hard to avoid plastic. It really would. When you go out to eat or, I mean. Do it. What do you? I'm on 2% battery, bro. <laughs> She's like about to fall out of her chair trying to grab the phone charger. I got to plug in my plastic phone. <laughs> so exactly. To my ear. Um, Everything we use is pretty much made out of plastic. Yeah. Okay. So do you. Th- is. Um, well, I'll let you go with the rest of the list and then I'll, well, I'll, I'll talk about this. But No, go ahead. No, we can go through the rest of the list. Well, I was going to say, it also adds that things like uh, attention deficit disorder, childhood obesity, asthma, uh, autism, cancers, this is all ranging back to um, the ingesting of plastic. And it was saying that the BPA that's found in plastics, that 93% of Americans have it in their bodies. And this reduces the sperm count in males. Every everybody in this room probably has it. We're all infected. This is The Walking Dead. <laughs> the next one, uh, number eight, right? Yeah, the uh, phthalates is actually sense. the most interesting to me. Well, one of the most interesting. Go ahead and read it since I'm a two percent battery. <laughs> it says that studies in males, male animals exposed to phthalates have found reduced sperm production. Undescended testes and decreased testosterone production. That these can be found in shampoos, colognes, perfume, deodorant, hairspray, body lotion, makeup, Glade plugins, and other air fresheners. I believe it. So we're using all these chemicals or these products. Mm-hmm. That have this stuff in it. I want. I actually want to like go to the store and see how many of these have. It would probably be all of them. <laughs> I mean, now they have. You know, like uh, uh, the health food store on Biddle, uh, Total Health, uh, offers a great. Um, hey, you got a free plug, guys. Uh, offers a great <laughs> line of natural products from deodorant, soaps, um, and, and even face. Like I switched my face wash to just um, coconut oil and baking soda. <clears throat> I make my own face washes and stuff now. There you go. There you go. Activated charcoal. Put that shit in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Gasoline. Gasoline works really well for exfoliation. You know what? I, I feel like I might suggest not using that. But it, smells a little, it smells a little bad. Once thing. you get past the smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, you gassy. <laughs> Once you get past the smell and the fact that you can't go near any sort of a flame for a couple of days, it's fine. It's not that bad. I'm posting the link to the article. Read it over. And if you want to call in and tell us what you think. 248-579-5290. So, I was going to say to you, 
that do you think it's a conspiracy theory? That's what part of the article was saying that they feel like they're. I think it. I mean, conspiracies. Can, I mean, we can go from the far fetched to what is obviously happening is that we are trying to. When it comes to the food, um, you know, you got to feed the masses. You know, there's a lot of people, and, and how do you do it? And do it cheaply. Well, so, you know, at the same time, go. maybe it's not so bad that the estrogen levels are rising in men. <laughs> no, it's pretty bad. Just, just slow down some of the people, and then we don't have to. You know, just what Chief Fosgett said. He's like, "Good, glad sperm count drop." I will never yeah, forget when I was in the hospital, and this was like a few years back. And I, there's this like huge lady in the room next to me, next to me who was super loud. She's being very dramatic, and she's like, the doctor, she's on the phone with her girlfriend, the doctor told me I need to lose weight, and what am I supposed to do, eat a salad? That's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a rabbit. I am not a rabbit. (laughs) I I guess there's loopholes and everything. You can find a way to make it all work. Vegetables are are not that expensive, but the problem is that, like you said, uh, more organic stuff is uh, more expensive. And it's a programming, too, of, like, uh, anything in extremes is a negative thing. People, people's minds automatically go, like, oh, you're a health nut. You're one of those people who run at the gym or run seven miles a day, and you think you're better than me. Well, I'm going to eat this hamburger and french fries and show you. It's not about that, people. Everybody wants to go to war. Anytime they think that they could be in the wrong with their lifestyle, they're they're not getting it right. Oh, so you know so much better than that, you. No, it isn't like that. This is all obvious things that are being pointed out. And like I said, anything anything can become an addiction. Anything can become an extreme. And that's me. I won't go into that, but that's the main problem with this country is extremes. Um, but it doesn't take much. To change your lifestyle, folks. <laughs> you don't have to be that dude that grunts at the gym. You don't have to be Mrs. or Mr. Olympia. Dude, just start making some lifestyle. Do it for yourself and nobody else. My thought on it is it all goes back to the the government and the suppliers. And we're made to only be able to afford these chemical pesticide products because it's cheaper for them to put out and they're making more money off of us. I'm so sure. they don't have to raise the standard of living? Is that, is that I feel like that they're making more money off of us than, oh, yeah. than if they were to go the organic way too with all their... Because you mass produce, you mass consume. Yeah. Well, them bulking up their animals is what I'm talking about too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because they're using not the healthiest ways to do it and that's not good for us but they're making more money off of it by having these animals who are eating this not so good diet mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Cement, cement burgers cement diet. is it a conspiracy theory that the government is also um, creating wars between the classes so that they people among themselves keep like fighting middle class lower class so can people keep fighting among themselves and then then they, we don't have to like fight the government because we're always fighting against each other. I think yeah. that pe- that the government doesn't want us all to be united. I think they like us to be separated. Well, yeah, 
Yeah, because it weakens us. Then we can all turn against them. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It takes one man <laughs> to start a revolution. Because if you have the, the mass coming at you instead of just, I mean, that's a greater force. Yeah, and everything's a smokescreen, too. I mean, it really is. Like like you mentioned, uh, fighting among the classes. You know, I mean, you should unite the clans. Is, is society too, are we all too lazy to even care and bother and just keep eating $3 hamburgers? Well, I, I yeah, be, yeah because meals. have you seen, Jeremy, have you seen that lady on, on there's a, a video going around of this lady, I can't remember her name, but she, or how much she weighs, but she is huge and she is proud of it and she wants to oh, eat till she... More. Oh my God! Did I you see that? that? She wants to eat till she can't move off her bed, and she's got this boyfriend who like feeds her through a tube. Oh, that's gross! Like on, uh, tunnels it, it's or what's sex. it called? Uh, no, she's talking. The, the messed up part too is that she's not even just having herself involved in this. She wants to have a child, so she's actually talking about having a child with him and gaining more weight till she she's like. Uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape, the lady from that movie? And she plans. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and she plans on. She plans on raising the child completely from her bed. Yeah, that's what she said. She wants to raise the child from her bed. Is this woman looking for 15 minutes of fame? I don't know, but he's like rubbing on her grossness and lo- uh, loving it. You know, props to him loving her, but at the same time, how are you gonna love somebody who wants to stay in bed? And their goal, their only goal in life is to eat as much as possible. Is to, to destroy themselves. To literally destroy herself and kill exactly. herself. You want to exactly. raise it and just bring it in the bedroom to see her for five minutes before you go to the park or something? What it is in your nature to destroy yourself. She's probably going to take that child and be like, I want it in bed with me. We're going to feed it till it blows you're gonna, up. You're going to lose <laughs> it under a roll, honey. You are going to suffocate that child. She's going to put it in the bed with her. Can she even have a child? Well, that's what they're saying, too, is that... Uh, I don't know if she's even able to conceive. Let's hope not. I hope she can't. I'm all about a plus size chick. You're BBW proud of it. There's no difference between plus size and like crazy. You've got something morbidly obese. Yeah. That's a mental issue or wanting attention or something. Did you guys hear about the Walmart walker? No. Yeah, I did. He lives three miles away from Walmart. He was 600 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then he decided he got rid of all the food in his fridge. And then he decided to walk to Walmart for every meal. So there was three miles there, three miles back. And he would buy one meal at a time. And he would keep walking. And that's a, that's a good point, too, because we are in an instant gratification kind of nation. You know, we're the drive through nation. And our ancestors, you know, they were lean fit because they had to work for their meal. They didn't go, well, I'm going to hit Wendy's right afterward. No, I mean, he walked and he earned that meal. And he dropped, you know, some odd hundred pounds. That guy looks good. I mean, he's it's amazing. Mm. (laughs) Mm. As a a male, Jeremy, are you ever worried about what's in your food and uh, what we just talked about? Yes. (laughs) So do you take measures to avoid that stuff? Sometimes. Do you look at your shampoos? I think that having no plastic beads in shampoos is important. Oh, yeah. He was talking about the uh, plastic beads before. Or was that you? Yes. Someone else talking about getting rid of the plastic um, beads in products because 
It goes. Into it doesn't the, break down. And it well, if it gets broken down more, it gets smaller and it goes into the water source, and it also goes in the oceans, and then it fills our bodies, and then we eat them, and the fish eat them, and yeah, it destroys the planet. Which your fish are not even safe anymore. <laughs> not Goldie. <laughs> yes. Your no. Fish. I try and eat things that are more natural. And that's the thing too is having awareness. I think eating things that don't come from boxes is a good start. Yeah. And cans. TV dinners. <laughs> don't do it. Nope. Well, just, we always want something. That's did you see the Charlie the LaDuff thing about the TV dinner? No, the TV dinner, the Meals on Wheels program for the elderly in Detroit. No. Charlie LaDuff did an amazing episode where Facconi, uh, what's his name, the idiot Facconi or whatever his name is, his name like the Wayne County, whatever. Anyways, this guy makes a lot of money. Uh, he's an he's an a hole. Anyways, I don't care. So he, they, the <laughs> That's bunch a long of, story. <laughs> a bunch of them came to the gallery once, and all they were on was their phones the whole time, and they were told a holes all of them. But um, so, anyways, the meal the meals on wheels people, all people are getting these disgusting dinners. It used to be better, but they got a contract with uh, the prison food. The, whoever makes prison food, they got the same contract for meals on wheels, and they're giving it to elderly people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a bunch of inmates. It's not, Charlie Duff, I'm sure if you Google it and look at Meals on Wheels food, Fukano, whatever, uh, she'll find something. That's that's awful. Well, it's okay. like, uh, you guys watched Super Size Me? That documentary? Yeah, I did. You know, the, the kids' lunch programs. But at the same time, you can't 100% blame the school because it's like, okay, that starts at home. It's not, it's not the school, but it's a program. I mean, Jamie Oliver's done some really cool strides with the American food lunch system programs. Yeah. And also, in Brazil, they uh, the, the farmers actually make money for school programs. They actually provide the food for children. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, amazing. Brazil. Yeah, that's a pl- messed up place, too, though. Yeah. Well, that's one pro, I guess. <laughs> I want to see how many people actually make meals nowadays. Oh, I know, right? They want everything on the go. Right. Something easy. At least now that you have, like, uh, what is it? Blue Apron or something. And all the other services where you can order food and have it sent to you, and then not, they'll teach you how to cook it step by step. Yeah. That's pretty. That's good for people. Yeah. Know, who but, like, don't you brought up Telehealth Foods before, and Telehealth Foods has, like, a nice little deli where you can take things home and. Mm-hmm. All that stuff too. That is I actually haven't been in there since they changed it. Oh, it's awesome! It's really awesome. I get my MCT oil from there. What's MCT oil? <laughs> I, I wish I could pronounce <laughs> monotriglycerides. What does it do? Uh, it is a strain of coconut oil. Actually, it's the purest form. Um, and what it does on top of um, feed your brain proper fats. It also keeps you lean. Um, flushes out excess body bloat. And um, if you're someone who's into fitness or lifting like myself, you get lean gains. But there's a million, a million other uses for MCT oil, not just what I'm talking about. Um, I put it in my coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, does it have a flavor to it? They do make the vanilla hazelnut one now. Hmm. The only thing is when you sip it, you'll feel like the oiliness on your lips. But at least it's moisturized. It's like coconut oil, so. It's like... Lip balm and yeah. goodness. 
<laughs> Vanilla hazelnut. In your coffee. And lean like chapstick right in your coffee. And lean gains, man. Perfect for the winner. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great for brain function. It, it really is cognitive ability. Um, and like we said, going back to like fats and lards and things, you know, real fat. People, the, I the 90s mentality of fat makes you fat. Fat is bad. So eat margarine. Which is one one molecule away from being plastic. Uh, no, fat does not make you fat for one thing, and two, your brain needs fat. This is a very fatty thing in my cranium—a big old wad of fat that makes me so smart. <laughs> you saw the look on Casey's face right now. <laughs> I'm like a muppet. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. You need you need fat, fat to function. Uh, however, again, in extremes. No, don't put too much fat in your diet. That's why you can't. That's why you, fish is good, but you can't eat fish anymore because it's full of shit, plastics, and mercury and stuff. There you go. Now we have to avoid out some animals. Fish oil. Yeah, fish oil is good. Yeah, omega threes, baby. <laughs> Do it up. <laughs> Sorry, go to your house. I'm getting. And look a, in your I'm cabinet. getting. <laughs> yeah, like, you're really pumped up about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm so getting passionate. into lifter mode. Like, I got this CLA. It's got tons of omega threes. I got this flaxseed. You want to get some omega threes and shit? There you go. <laughs> I love flaxseed. It's really good. <laughs> we should have your dad on for this episode. Oh, we should have. Dad would know everything about everything. My dad's uh, a nut Her job. dad. How old is your dad? <laughs> My dad is going on 67. He's 67. Got abs like unbelievable. <laughs> I remember. Ripped. <laughs> like coming in like the Hulk. <laughs> I remember when you said your dad's abs changed my life because you gave him a hug. And not in like a weird way because he's my uncle, but like he's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Six, <laughs> and. You know, and you know this because we're both massage therapists. You'll have clients that go, you know, complain about their aches and pains and go, oh, old age, you know, you'll understand when you get there. Fuck you, man. My dad is a personal trainer. He's 67. I don't, I don't even think your dad sleeps. I don't believe it. Oh, he sleeps a lot, actually. He goes to bed at like eight. <laughs> That's why he can't listen to our show. Because he's been training so much. He's like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> the world Shout can't. out to you, Uncle Butch. Yeah, Uncle Butch. <laughs> yeah, that's his. Uh, isn't, isn't it? Don't you call him dad? I I call him dad, but everybody, his every cousin in her family, every everybody in the family calls Joe, him Uncle Butch. Joseph. Yeah, it's Joseph. But we all call him Uncle Butch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or H- Hannah, when she was little, couldn't pronounce Butch, so she said, Uncle Bitch. Uncle Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. golden. <laughs> and we're like, why are you laughing at me? Shout out to Hannah. <laughs> Our uh, 47th cousin. <laughs> I was explaining to Jay. How many of them? Well, yeah, well, my, our, our, um, our moms are sisters, and they are one of, each one of 15. Mm-hmm. Grandmother had 15 children. I was actually explaining that to... She was not Catholic, uh, so nope. that's what everyone always asks. She was hailbilly denomination. I asked her. She's got, you know, touch of... Alzheimer's, right? Yeah. And I asked her why she had 15 kids, and I was just curious. She's like, I love my kids, but I don't know. I kind of just want to get out of my parents' house. (laughs) (laughs) Literally what she said. And that was the mentality back then. (laughs) You know? That was it. Um, And she's a tiny thing, too. She's 
so small. Yeah, she's like five foot nothing and like yay big around, yeah, man. She's like a little, she's like a beanpole. Yeah. She kept that great figure. My grandma's a little tiny thing, too, but once again, I think it's all that vinegar she runs on. <laughs> piss and vinegar. No, she's not even piss. She's just like the sweetest little old lady who just... Oh, Kayla, is she up right now? Let's call her. Vinegar. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure she's probably been in bed since <laughs> eight. <laughs> pickle lady, wake up. Two four eight five seven nine five two nine zero. The human pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine her with a cape on. She's been well preserved. Darn it. We needed to have a show earlier. Oh, I know, right? So great. <laughs> Next time I go home and she gives me like all these meals to bring back, I'll just, I just like, every time I come up, I'm like, anyone want the German food I'm not going to eat? Because I hate vinegar. Like, uh-huh. even I love the vinegar. Of it. But she's just, she's so sweet and she just wants to cook and provide for me, I guess. So she's always like, here, take this in this dish and bring that <laughs> the Tupperware next time you come home. And I'm just like, she's that glass. I use it on my zits. <laughs> you use what on your zits? Apple cider vinegar. Oh. That's like good a, for a everything. That's yeah. what they use uh, for animals uh, cleaning their cages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it's good for the animal cages, it's good for my it's, face. It's, well, they use it for uh, humans where, um, I think at the movie theater and all that. My grandma uses eat it off for the, desserts. The, <laughs> my dad eats it on a salad. So my grandma makes dessert out of <laughs> newspaper and vinegar is an amazing window cleaner. I believe that too. I believe that too. Yeah. Yeah. It also uh, it cleans out your system, liver, everything. I drink I it. Put it on your face. Mm-mm. I can't smell but, it. I can't taste it. I can't. What about apple, apple cider vinegar? Is not that bad though. No, it still counts. <laughs> it's probably because you smelled it for a long time, like your whole life. It's literally grew up, and I'm just like, I don't like it. I'm just like, oh, you want some potato salad? I'd be like, yeah, I like potato salad. Well, that's potato salad with lots of vinegar. No thanks. That could have went either way. You could have been like sent tied to memory. You know, it reminds you of this or that. You're just like, oh, I'm over vinegar. It's uh, Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I really, German food's not really my thing. Do you like I, schnitzel? Okay, some things aren't so bad. But. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy's calling you out right there. So Everybody likes I wanna schnitzel. I want to go back to this male feminizing thing. Does anybody wear girl jeans still? Jeremy, do you have any... We're not going to call anybody out, but do you know anybody who wears girl jeans still? I don't know people who wear girl jeans, but... I Did know. you ever wear girl jeans before? No, but I've always dressed very differently. Yeah, but not like girly. Hmm. How's your sperm count? <laughs> count Have you got your count sperm, sperm count right now. lately? No, I think that, um, I think, you know, just dressing different and going for it. I mean, it was sort of a punk thing, wearing tight jeans and, the, you know, they come down to your ass and whatever. I don't, I don't know why or what the trend is or what but the purpose punk, is. punk jeans is different than girl jeans where they're hugging your balls. And you can see the outline of everything. You know, you, 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 you're uh, displaying what you're working with. Well, <laughs> you're putting out there. It's going down the leg. Well, it's not exactly the most <laughs> impressive way to do that. It's, it's cheaper than buying business cards once but a did, week. The, did punk kids ever say, right. like, punk guys say to their girlfriends or their friends that are girls, like, hey, you got any old jeans so I can wear them? I've never heard of like, that. <laughs> Skateboarders used to wear tight jeans for some reason. They still do. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I believe I believe skate culture inspired a lot of that and it's punk, the punk scene. But there's a difference between tight jeans and 
like totally form fitting all over jeans. I don't, I don't know. Jeggings? Jeggings. I live in guy leggings, jeggings and I'm okay with that. These are board. I mean, these are. I'm talking about males though. Yeah, that's different. I don't have balls to worry about. And then, but then you got girls dressing like dudes. You just put the balls to one side of the <laughs> seam. <laughs> I'm, right. I've wondered. God damn, you're a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And that is a punk thing, yeah. You don't put, you put them on one side. So you've worn split. really, really shave my tight head jeans before. No, I've never <laughs> worn really tight jeans before. But how do you know that you slide them over? But how do you know what to do with your balls? I've worn dance belts and stuff, and I've worn tights and things like that. So you just slide them over to one side? Well, no, if you're wearing a dance belt, then it's different. What's a dance belt? A dance belt is like... um, A garter belt? That's what strippers use. (laughs) (laughs) The garter belt of ice skating? Calling it a dance belt doesn't make it count. No, no, but German German food is is schnitzel. Um, (laughs) No. It's it's a thing that keeps your balls and your dick contained so you don't get a hernia. Oh, really? Yep, and you can also wear... The more you know. And you also usually, you know, because you're not supposed to wear see underwear lines when you're, when oh. you're in the profession. So, you don't but, see underwear lines, just like girls. So you either I'm goes still up, on the stripper thing. Either it goes up your ass or either like a thong or it either goes like under the cheeks. Was that Depends. ever uncomfortable? Uh, I'd rather I'd rather be uncomfortable and have sweaty junk than like sore balls from landing twenty feet mm. and having your balls bang as you land. Getting some visuals. Right I'm now. still on like the stripper <laughs> thing right now, so this is. She's like, I'm stuck on my strippers. Why? So, I don't know. I don't know. Only. I was half. <laughs> she's been, she's been like this since four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it has I nothing to do with what we're talking about. I drink a little. I'm going to hear what I want to hear at this She has point. left the building and went to a strip club. <laughs> uh, oh, well, we're winding down to the end of our show. Thank you for letting me sit in and learn the board. You're welcome, Jeremy. All right. Thank you for your input. Yep. We were learning a lot today. I'm still intrigued by the uh, dancer's belt. You're going to be laying in bed thinking about that. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Well, you know what? I've never gone to like a show and been examining if they had panty lines. Next time you see about a male ballet dancer, look at the look at his ass to see if you see any. I mean, I I I know. I mean, girls girls do have to do it too in the in the show. You can't have underwear lines. I'm gonna go up to the the performers after and be like, "You wearing that dancer's belt? Because I did not see any lines." <laughs> That junk was contained. Wasn't there? Do you remember How's Christmas? your sperm count? <laughs> do you remember Christmas, Christmas vacation? Yeah. That scene where he's talking to that hot chick and she's like, see, can't see the line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't see the line, can you, Russ? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, I, oh, oh, wait. wait, 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 wait. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and add the FDA. Because they suck. They've totally been added to the watch list. They do not have your best interest at heart. Don't believe in all this FDA-approved bullshit. And can you imagine, because actually I'm going through right now, um, since I'm in a large animal class, we're going through what meat has to, um, the standards of meat and the FDA and what gets approved and what doesn't get approved. I mean, I don't know everything that doesn't get approved, but could you imagine what doesn't get approved? Yeah, I know. So, how you, compared is to like all the tech, by the way, yeah. um, 
And it's scary what kind of meat we're allowed to eat right now. And the fact that I keep going back to McDonald's, but that's the thing that always sticks out in my head. I'm saying, well, we use real 100% real beef now. But why were we not... Why... I mean, I could go on all day about this, but why were we allowed to eat not 100% beef before? What were we eating? Like, I don't did they ever know. say what were we eating? <laughs> Manure. Manure? <laughs> if you fry manure, it might taste halfway decent. I don't think so. I think if you fry anything, it would taste halfway I decent. Disagree with that statement. <laughs> well, you know what? You try and you find out. I'm, you report back to us in two you put weeks. Put the preserves it, preservatives in it, and it'll taste Throw some great. vinegar on it. I'm pretty sure this is saying like <laughs> if you polish vinegar. a turd, it's still a turd. If you fry a turd, it's still a turd. It's <laughs> fried turd. Manure and like certain facials that are really expensive. Yeah, people are stupid. Yeah, they use like poop and certain facials. I've seen there's like really popular ones starting to pop up that are made of like a snail goo. Snail goo. I don't know what to call it. As like, they have a snail snail slime. Crawl Whatever. across your face for an hour. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. It doesn't surprise me. People pay to have snails crawl across their face. Microbiology is an amazing thing. <laughs> I, uh, Casey and I are both estheticians and uh, do facials. I want to sit there and just like let us like snail slide across. I, I want to face snail while to I just do sit the work there for and watch me. it. Yeah, <laughs> like. The work, right. of, the work of one snail to do the work of one human. <laughs> yeah. That's genius. <laughs> That's very now, poetic. Do you, now, do you, is this like a personal snail that you take care of and tend to and you Probably. feed it the proper lettuce? You know, knowing me, I would. And, and, and <laughs> I'd the, be like, the snail goes snail's got to live a good life. Yeah, you got to reward it for doing all the hard work. Yeah, exactly. You pay your workers. I want to know what, how long the snail lives for. Google it. Okay. <laughs> the Google gods. But we got to wrap up our show. So, yeah. So, as always, yeah, I'm Casey Pierce, Miss Holly Ogden. You have any final thoughts? Oh, yeah, well, you said the FDA. The FDA is on our watch list, or? Oh, yeah. Feminizing ma- males is on our watch list. Bitch tits is on the watch list. Skinny jeans should be on the watch list, too. What? Skinny jeans. Oh, I thought you said skinny jeans. No. Why they came into play. A lot of stupid bands you guys like from the 90s, all those guys were skinny jeans. I don't know. You know what? I have a thing with guys in makeup, not skinny jeans. But that's that's kind of weird, too, right? It's feminizing. No, I mean, the glamour rock. I mean, all those... Chicks love those dudes. I look great in eyeliner. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> uh, uh, fi- any final thoughts, DJ Kate? I think I summed it up. Skinny jeans and eyeliner. That's yep. all we need. UFOs. Leprosy. Aliens are possibly real. Skinny and, uh, jeans. <laughs> the age of a sexual maturity is of a snail is, is variable from six weeks to five years depending on species of snail. Gotta get them snails in the It's a wide range. You might last for six weeks. You might be alive for five years. Who knows? Okay. It's like having leprosy. It's like having leprosy. You just never know how long I'm gonna get a snail for. facial and I'll come back on the air and I'll tell you how it went. <laughs> it was slow. It was slow. <laughs> Goddamn armadillo gave me leprosy. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap it up, guys. Again, you can delete your cookies, burn your motherboard. You can kill all the armadillos in the area, but nothing 
nothing will save you from the watch list. All right. Good night, guys. Thank you so much. This is a previously recorded episode of